Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and more importantly, welcome back, Giants fans, to another episode of the Say Hey Podcast, the podcast that is home to all things Giants baseball. Folks, before we dive into today's show, I would like to take a moment to let you know that you can find the Say Hey Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you're hearing, then don't be afraid to subscribe. And if you really like the show, then make sure to leave a review, but most importantly, make sure to spread the word. With that being said, let's dive right in. Welcome back, everybody. We did it. We snapped a five-game losing streak. What is going on, everybody? I am your host of the Say Hey Podcast, James Donahue. And like I said, welcome back. This is episode four now. Hopefully you enjoyed, or at least you were able to listen to episode three that I was able to post earlier on today. However, I do have to apologize because... If you did listen, all 11 of you, that's what it says on my podcast analytics, I had 11 downloads today. New high, woot woot. Um, That was weird, moving on. Anyways, we had a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, The intro song was not playing for whatever reason. Thank you, Robbie Thayer, for texting me that. I tried to upload the new file, I tried to change it, but for some reason, still didn't work. So if you haven't listened to the podcast episode three yet, go ahead and make sure to do that now. And if you have and you enjoyed it, then I must have said something right because you're back and you're listening to episode four. Guys, I could not contain myself. I could not wait to record until Friday. Usually I kind of want to consistently get on a schedule of where I post Tuesdays and Fridays, but today needed to be celebrated I know in yesterday's episode, or excuse me, this morning's episode probably, I mentioned that, yes, I want this podcast to be a place where we could come together uh, and express our frustrations and relate to that and come together as a community and bond over how much the Giants really, really suck sometimes. But something that I also want this to be is a place where we could come together and rejoice the Giants' success. And no matter how little the success may be, it needs to be celebrated. As I've already mentioned, the Giants snapped a five-game losing streak today against the Los Angeles Angels, and man, was it a fun game to watch. The first thing I'm going to highlight is probably the thing that has been our Achilles heel all year, and that's going to be not only our starting pitching, but our relief pitching as well. Yes, surprisingly enough, our relief pitching dominated today. But first, let's go over Trevor Cahill's start. It looks a little something like point zero innings pitched, so in other words, four innings pitched. He only gave up four hits, one earned run, which came in the first inning, and the Angels did not score again until the bottom of the ninth, but we'll get to that. Anyways, four innings pitched, four hits, one earned run. He only gave up one walk, was an which is an exponential improvement to his last outing. As I mentioned, he his last outing only went 1.2 innings pitched, and in that time frame gave up four walks. And today, he only gave up one, which is a way better number, and had four strikeouts. Something I do have to mention, and it is the only negative thing surrounding our pitching today, was that Gabe Kapler, again, took our pitcher out, who was doing so well, he took him out way too early. 
Trevor Cahill only had a total of 65 pitches during today's outing, and for some reason, Gabe Kapler thought it was the wise decision to take him out in the fourth inning. I strongly disagree with this decision. You probably could have already guessed that. And the reason being is because Trevor Cahill, as I illustrated in episode three, has ownage on the Los Angeles Angels, particularly Mike Trout. In this game, Trout finished the day going 0 for 2 with two walks, and I'm perfectly okay with that. As long as he doesn't hit a freaking homer and we're able to contain the best player in baseball, then I'm happy with that. Fun fact, actually. Trout still doesn't have a hit off of Trevor Cahill. Not only was Cahill containing Trout, but he was containing Shohei Otani as well. I just don't understand. I say that a lot in this podcast, and it's because I really just don't understand a lot of things that Gabe Kapler does. I really don't. It's just really hard to digest, and it's really hard to process. Just like today, when your starting pitcher is dealing and containing the opposing offenses, I don't understand why you feel the need to take him out in the fourth inning when he only has 65 pitches and had only given up one hit at that point. Does he need a refresher at what our bullpen has done the past five games? I don't know why he thought it was a good idea to surrender the rest of the five innings to the bullpen. Am I happy he did? Sure, yes, but that's because the bullpen successfully contained the Los Angeles Angels offense, but... That's not something that's been a normal uh, throughout this entire season. In fact, the very opposite has been normal for us, as I've illustrated in episodes before. So yes, did Gabe Kapler make the right move today? You know, I really don't know. Something I will say is that things did work out for him. That's absolutely something that you can't argue. Yes, things did work out for him today, especially if we look at our bullpen's numbers. So after Trevor Cahill, Kapler brought in... Caleb Berger, he went one inning, didn't surrender any hits or runs or walks. Basically, he did not surrender a base runner, had zero strikeouts, but that's fine with me. With the way things are going, one innings pitched and no action on the base path is something that we absolutely love. Then Sam Selman came in. The only thing he surrendered was a walk. He did not give up a single hit or run. Then came Wendy Peralta. If you know anything about Wendy Peralta, which you probably do if you're a consistent listener to this podcast, he was able to come away with a successful one-inning pitch. He did not give up a single hit or an earned run. He did not strike out anyone, but I don't care. He also didn't walk anyone. That's a phenomenal performance by Wendy Peralta. After Wendy came Jarlin Garcia, a name I'm not used to seeing, but at this point, I'll take anyone. Jarlin Garcia also pitched one inning. Did not give up a single hit or earn run. Did not give a walk. Another successful outing by a Giants pitcher. Then came Sean Anderson. Of course, he had to make it interesting in the bottom of the ninth. Anderson gave up one hit, one earned run, one walk, and he did have a strikeout. I say he made things interesting for several reasons. First reason is because he unintentionally threw at Mike Trout twice. James, how can you say it's unintentional if he did it twice? Well, If you know anything about Sean Anderson is that he has not pitched at all during the past five games. Not to mention, at this point in the bottom of the ninth inning, the Giants were winning 8-2. There's absolutely no reason to throw at the best player in baseball, especially at their head. I think, honestly, it was an honest-to-God mistake both times. There were fastballs that just tailed away. Well, James, they threw at Evan Longoria earlier, and they hit him straight in the back. I also don't think that was intentional. There's honestly no reason to throw at either player. Gabe Kapler did come out 
after the game, during the press conference, to say that that's not what we're about. That's not what our team is about. There was no reason to intentionally throw at anyone, and I believe him. There's not a lot of things I do believe that comes out of Gabe Kapler's mouth, but I do believe this. Strictly because if you look at it, look at it logically, there was absolutely no reason to throw at not only the best player in baseball, but also one of the nicest non-controversial players in baseball. Mike Trout didn't do anything today. So no, I really don't think Sean Anderson intentionally threw at Mike Trout. One thing I do know for sure is that he was able to get a win. And he was a pitcher that pitched in the ninth that was able to get a win, which is something we can all just collectively enjoy together. Yes, the Giants won 8-2. to two. Another thing we definitely have to highlight, and something that we've highlighted all year so far, is the Giants hitting. The Giants finished the game with 10 hits, including two from Brandon Belt. I know, I know. Give me all the crap because I've been talking down on Brandon Belt for the past week and a half now. Well, guess what? He still had three strikeouts. So, yeah. You know who also had two hits was Pablo Sandoval and Brandon Crawford. So it was definitely a really awesome game to see from the veterans. I mentioned Crawford. He had two doubles in this game. Brandon Belt had a double and a home run. Evan Longoria had a double, and Pablo Sandoval even had a double and a home run. And the last thing I'll say is that Mike Yastrzemski did what he's been doing all year. He has a 3.11 average on the season, and he had a home run in this game. The Giants were able to knock Dylan Bundy out of the game in the fourth inning, and this is a proper time to actually take your pitcher out of the fourth inning when he's given up four earned runs and four walks and two home runs. Gabe? That's when you take your starting pitcher out, when he's actually struggling. Anyways, the hitting was super fun to watch. If you were watching the top of the ninth, then you would have seen that Brandon Belt, Longoria, and Pablo Sandoval, all three hit three consecutive doubles. That was absolutely so much fun to watch. Longoria finished the game with an RBI. Sandoval collected three RBIs, and Brandon Crawford also collected three RBIs. So the veterans came out to play. Alex Dickerson in five at-bats had zero hits. Donovan Solano, even though he had a quiet game, was still able to come away with the hit. His averages bumped down a little bit to 392. God, he must be struggling. Just kidding. And that's pretty much it from today's game. That's pretty much all the major highlights I've got for you. Oh, I do have news. I know I mentioned in today's, this morning's podcast, that I was unaware of who was pitching the next two games for us in games three and four. Now I know. I don't know why it comes out so late for us but I don't understand a lot of things involving the Giants this season. Anyways, Johnny Cueto is on the mound for us tomorrow, and it might be a little interesting. I'm looking at the Los Angeles Angels players that he's faced in his career, and someone that we need to be aware of is the obvious guys, Anthony Rendon, who has a 333 average against him, including a double, a triple, and a home run. And we also have to be aware of the best player in baseball. Well, we always have to because he's got three home runs against him. Yikes. But that's never scared me before. Johnny Cueto was able to pitch a no-hitter into the sixth inning against the other Los Angeles team. That's right, the Dodgers. And during his past two outings, I know I've mentioned this before, but Johnny Cueto has held the team scoreless into the sixth inning. So it'll be fun to watch Johnny Cueto again. It's always fun and entertaining to watch Johnny Cueto on the mound for the obvious reason. His shimmies, his different twists, his different yoga poses on the mound before he releases the ball. He doesn't have dominating stuff, but somehow he always figures out how to keep the batters off balance. It definitely must be a veteran thing. And then the last game of the series is my favorite pitcher, 
And also my favorite player on the Giants right now is Kevin Gosman. From here on out for the rest of the season, no matter who the Giants are playing, I suggest you guys figure out how to watch every single one of Kevin Gosman's outings. Last outing against the Oakland A's, he did give up three runs, I believe, but he also got 11 strikeouts. The man is a machine. And I guess the reason why it's so exciting for me to watch a pitcher like Kevin Gosman is because we haven't had a starting pitcher who can throw anywhere from 97 to 99 miles per hour with movement, I might add, uh, as consistently as Gosman can and as deep in the game as Gosman can as well. So maybe I'm just fangirling over him because it's not something I'm used to seeing from a typical Giants starter. All right, folks, that's going to be all for today's show. I wanted to keep it short just because I gave you guys a long one. I don't know if you guys enjoy the longer ones or not, but I was also trying to get this podcast out because, like I said, I want to celebrate the wins. I want to celebrate the victories, no matter how small they are. And also, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to post on Friday. So something I will promise to you guys is that I want to be posting at least twice a week. I'm going to try to make it on Tuesdays and Fridays, but sometimes, like this weekend... I might be busy, and if that's the case, then I'll figure out a different day, and you can get all the information of when I post on my socials. That's on Instagram, at James Donahue, James with two S's, and on Twitter, at CoolHipJim. And those are also platforms I use to do live updates and post fun stats about the Giants. Anyways, like I said, that's going to be all for today. Folks, thanks again for stopping by again. The support is overwhelming. I will forever be grateful for you guys as listeners because as I've mentioned before, talking to myself this long is not healthy. So thank God I get to talk to you guys. The last thing I will end this show on is with a bold take. I predicted two wins against the A's. I feel like that was absolutely in the realm of possibility. However, due to poor relief pitching that was unable to come to come into fruition, I'm going to call it again. I think there's a huge possibility that we walk away these next two games And we're coming home, so that's pretty fun. I think it's possible that we walk away these two games with two wins. I'm just going to go ahead and bold take it right now. Thanks again, folks. Make sure to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a rating if you really like it and a comment if you want to tell me just how much you like it. The Say Hey Podcast is also on Spotify where you can go ahead and follow the podcast and you will always get a notification when a new episode has posted. Thanks again, everyone, and go Giants.